Hey, with the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM, or anywhere on the Odyssey app. You can also catch us anywhere you get your favorite podcast. Just search the Rob O'Donnell Show. 41 degrees and sunny here at 410 on this Tuesday, February 20th, 2024. And what's Tuesdays mean? Well, Tuesday with Tommy Marquez, our veterans affairs expert. He was a veteran himself in the Navy, a senior staffer in Congress for many years, and now he helps guiding our veterans get the benefits that they've earned and deserve in this world. Uh, Tommy, thanks for joining us this week. Hey, thanks for having me, Rob. So what do we have on the agenda this week? I, I was just tell, talking about a story before you came on where our local congressman, Matt Cartwright, has uh, asked for answers from our local VA hospital because they don't have a critical medication on staff because they do not have a 24-hour pharmacy. Right. I, you know, so I saw that, so I immediately I was listening to your show, and I had a whole topic kind of designed roughly around that, and it was essentially asking on my social media, I said, hey, what benefits do you guys want to see improved, or what would it take to booster military recruiting? And once you get past pay, because that's like the number one thing that people put, and, and some crazy ideas that people have that are just like, okay, well, that's never going to happen. Um, We're not giving unicorns? Thing, no, no <laughs> not, not today. Maybe tomorrow, but not today. Then after that, was everyone was saying, if you want to have better military recruiting, fix the VA. That was the third thing listed, and pay is always on there. And I got to tell you, pay is always relative. If you know, when I joined the Navy, I remember thinking I was rich because um, <laughs> I was so poor growing up. Uh, but pay is relative, right? And it has increased a lot. I don't know if pay is a solid answer, but it was fixed the VA. So I read that story. Ironically, full disclosure, I actually know who they wrote the letter to, the congressional liaison there, Anne-Marie Amaral. Um, dealt with her, I mean, literally a thousand times or more when I was working in Congress. Uh, she's a really nice person. She's got a very tough job, and that's defending the VA. So I understand her perspective when she writes these letters back. I get it. But I look at that situation, and it kind of made me think, well, I think that I need to discuss, since you had that topic on, a couple things for veterans to know on how to improve the VA that, that they can do themselves. And it's important that you know this for your health care, if you're using the VA, or if you're a military member and you're about to be separating, and you don't know what the, mil what the VA is going to be like. Let me just explain this in general. And this is true throughout all healthcare fields. You have to be your own advocate. You have to be vigilant. You have to be honest with your medical providers. And sometimes, you know, I I've even had it through Kaiser, Blue Shield, Blue Cross, Aetna. I've had other... Uh, healthcare insurances, and even then, I still needed to do this. So the VA is not the only place that's having healthcare problems. But man, the VA sure does feel like it's got the most healthcare problems, okay? So if you're a veteran and you're unhappy with the care, or your loved one is a veteran and you're unhappy with their care at the VA, there is things you can do to improve it. And there is steps that you can take to get it corrected, and in some cases, a monetary benefit to rectify the situation. I know we all hear that you can't sue the VA. Well, that's not 100% true, but let's take a step back. So if you're unhappy with your care with your medical provider at the VA, this is what I encourage every veteran to do. And, and the story you uh, told highlights this. 
go to your member of Congress. Your member of Congress, I, I, I don't care what party they're in. If they do their job well taking care of veterans and write a letter like the one that Congressman Cartwright did, it's going to have a major rippling effect at that VA facility. I guarantee it. They're going to have to come up with some sort of alternative to not having that medicine available and not having a 24-hour pharmacy. Now, I don't understand why this hospital doesn't have a 24-hour pharmacy, to be honest with you. It is not a clinic through the VA, so it should have one. Maybe they need to reassess their funding uh, so that they can provide an emergency 24-hour pharmacy. That might just be an important thing. But if three people have been negatively affected by this, Bad stories at the VA are like cockroaches. For every one you hear, there's a thousand more, right? Uh, and so I got to believe that this is an ongoing issue with that facility, and I imagine it's going to get rectified. Or the director of that facility is going to have to find employment elsewhere. It's just that simple. There's no way a member of Congress could write a letter. And, and you highlighting that case without even me bringing it up goes to my point that if you contact your member of Congress when you have a problem at the VA facility, if they send over a letter, believe me, it makes a difference. That's one. Two, let's say for some reason you don't want to use your member of Congress or your senator. Keep in mind, those are your representatives. They're there for you, regardless of party. They represent you if you're in their constituency. But let's say for whatever reason you don't want to do that. There is a patient advocate at every VA medical facility. And you want to contact that patient advocate and let them know about the substandard care you receive or that your loved one received. And don't just have the problem, maybe have like a potential solution or something that you would have liked to have seen done. And as long as you're polite and professional, they're gonna look into it and they should give you some sort of response. And a lot of times, if you get both the patient advocate looking into a matter and your member of Congress, you can rectify a lot of those situations, not just for you as the veteran or your loved one, but for future veterans. Let's keep this in mind. The VA has improved significantly. Now, is it great? Is it like the number one healthcare resource? No, absolutely not. But the VA has tremendously improved over the last 20 years, you guys. And the reason why that is is because veterans 20 for the last 20 years have been complaining and notifying the VA of the problems and notifying the media of these problems, and then the VA has to go out there and fix them. The Choice Act, the Mission Act, Outside community care, these are all byproducts of veterans using their voice and going to their members of Congress and going to their patient advocates and making it better for future generations of veterans, which is just important. Now, let's talk about if you receive poor care and it costed you. It, it, it had a real negative lasting effect. So, for instance, uh, you were denied at an emergency room with a good diagnosis or a misdiagnosis, uh, you were denied for care when you were eligible, you received poor care and it caused undue, undue harm to the veteran, or you, you were in a surgery or a procedure with the VA and it got botched up. I know we've all heard, well, you can't sue the VA, but that's not true. I wanna tell everybody about the process in which you can receive um, a monetary in some cases, a monetary benefit for the VA based on negligent and wrongful acts or omissions from an employee of the Department of Veterans Affairs. And that's called the VA tort process. Now, it is not a very friendly process. It's 
a lack. There's a lot of improvements that need to be done in this process. But I have seen veterans get hundreds of thousands of dollars from the VA uh, to, to fix some of the problems that they've had. Uh, and I'll give you an example. There was a gentleman, and you can Google uh, the bill. It's called the Brian Talley bill. I won't tell you his name, but you can draw from that what you will. And the Brian Talley Act essentially is a bill that requires the VA to quickly notify a veteran uh, when they are not eligible for a tort claim, because it used to take years. But the Brian Talley Act came about from a veteran who went to the VA, was turned away from the emergency room. They said, you're totally fine. You just have you know, a virus or something that's causing the stomach pain and the diarrhea. And it turned out some of his, uh, he had blockages in the intestines, I believe, and some of his intestinal lining had to be removed. That veteran got a, a, uh, over $100,000 in money from the VA using the tort process. Um, and we assisted that veteran with that. And essentially, you could just fill out a standard, 95, a standard form 95 uh, and mail it in if you believe that you had poor care from the VA. But to be honest with you, it has to be really negligent or wrongful act in order for you to receive a monetary uh, profit from it. And I don't even like the term profit, but that's their word, not mine. And then it goes to a series of lawyers at the Office of General Counsel within the VA, and then they make a determination and an offering of like, hey, we, we saw the problem that you had. Uh, here's where we have our admission that, yes, we made these mistakes, and here's our suggested amount of money to fix the problem. Now, in order to go to that tour process, keep in mind, it has to be from an actual Veterans Affairs employee, and it has to occur at a Veterans Affairs hospital or clinic. It has to be a healthcare center of theirs. You can't go to the outside care uh, and, and then try to sue using the tort process. In that scenario, you go through your local state uh, board for handling of uh, medical health insurance, and they will go ahead and work with you at the state level. So if you were issued that care and it was sent outside into the public, you have to go through your state. And if it's at a VA facility, you can use the VA tort process. Now, I know that's a lot to ingest. Um, you know, there's probably a lot of veterans who've got examples of poor care that they've received and they want more information on this. So let me tell you, as I always do, you can find this information on my social media. My handle's at Tommy Marquez Consulting, and it's on TikTok, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, I cover tort claims. I cover VA healthcare. I cover how to find your member of Congress. And beyond the money and all those other things for the tort process and if you're eligible or not, the real thing is this. As veterans, we owe it to each other to try to improve the system for future generations of veterans. And just being upset and complaining at your local post or legion and just railing about the VA and never doing anything about it, not contacting your member of Congress, not contacting your patient advocate, that really doesn't change and improve the VA. It might make you feel better at the end of the night, but it's not going to actually change things. If you want real change, I'm telling you, use your member of Congress. Use your patient advocate. And in cases where it has caused you severe harm, then by all means, see if you're eligible for a VA tort claim. But don't just sit there, complain about it to people, and not go to your member of Congress and your patient advocate. That's the key to making the, the VA better for all of us.
Yeah, no doubt. Um, and, and like you said, you know, it's it was veterans' job when they were active duty to clear the beach, to take that lead, to take point, to do things. And it's no different when it comes to the VA. When when you brought that up, you know that that's what what came to my mind immediately. You know, blaze that path so it's easier for those behind you to to navigate that system to get a better system. And I know that the VA seems like this overwhelming problem. And I remember at times being overwhelmed in my office and consumed probably at a very unhealthy level with trying to fix the VA. And I remember a staffer telling me, like, what's your deal, Tommy? Do you think you could just, like, totally fix the VA yourself? There's too many people to help. You can't get caught up in it. And I remember telling him, I understand that. But with each case, I'm just trying to help one person and then the next person and the next person and the next person. And if I continuously do that, I'm never going to, you know, probably fix the entire VA and I'm not going to change the world, but I've changed the world for that one veteran. And that's what we could all do by using your patient advocate and using your member of Congress to hold the VA responsible for the level and quality of care that they should be providing to our nation's veterans. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, that, that's how we get it done. So I'm glad, uh, like like I said, I, I, I acknowledged Representative Cartwright for getting involved. With yeah, it. shout hopefully, out to him big time. Yeah, hopefully we Great get letter. Senator Bob Casey on board with this as well, uh, because, you know, he's from this area as well. So, you know, why should it just be one member of Congress? And the it, it looks like the VA themselves is saying there hasn't been a problem, but the whistleblower is saying, I'm sorry, there's been three. So there's some discrepancy there that needs to be looked at. Well, in the VA's mind, no one's been fired, so there is no problem. Yeah. But again, no, no, I'm being dead serious. That is, that is not uh, a joke. Uh, that is their mentality. And, and there wasn't a problem if no one got fired. I, I've seen so many cases like this with the VA. Um, and again, shout out to Congressman Cartwright. And I hope that his office reaches out to other members in the area because I assume that there's multiple members of Congress uh, their districts are being affected by this. Uh, I don't know the area well, and I'm looking forward to actually going up there and seeing the area with you, Rob, so I can learn more about it. But there needs to be changes in at every VA facility. I guarantee it. And if you're not contacting your member, if you're not contacting uh, your patient advocate, it's just going to continuously be a problem because they don't care about the individual. It's just sad. But they don't care about the problems and the individual and the veteran there if they don't complain. They only are going to fix it if it affects them, if people are getting fired, if people are being held accountable. Only then will you see changes happen. Well, great advice as always. So at Tommy Marcus Consulting, always follow him. I share what you share. So, uh, Tommy, thanks for joining us again this week. Thank you, Rob. Have a great night.